And hello, Hampton Roads. Welcome to another edition of Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. I'm your host this evening, certified financial planner Allison Dubril. CFP Kevin Zivna is out of town enjoying some Florida heat and I think some baseball games, which is not my thing, so good for him. Uh, We come to you live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. as usual to take your calls to talk with you. If you have a question about your personal financial situation, then this is your forum to discuss. I'd love to hear from you. All I need is your first name, the city you're calling from, and no matter what I'm talking about, if it's important to you, it's important to me, we'll get you right on air, 627-7979. Or if you're listening to the rebroadcast, which is on Saturday mornings, then you think of a question that you really want to talk to us about, give our office a call at 456-2200. Wealthway Financial Advisors is the proud sponsor of Dollars and Common Sense. We are an independent registered investment advisor. That means we are legally held to a fiduciary standard to put our clients' interests ahead of our own in any dealings, and that's the way we really think it should be when you're working with a financial advisor. As the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, we use expert investment management and customized ongoing financial planning advice to improve the quality of our clients' lives. And by design, we can't work with everyone. We work with a relatively small group of high net worth individuals, but that's one of the reasons we feel so strongly about coming here every second and fourth Tuesday, and that's to reach out and help as many people in the Hampton Roads listening area as we can achieve your measure of financial success because it's a core belief for us at Wealthway Financial Advisors that everyone deserves to learn the path to financial independence. It does take some time, knowledge, and some effort, so you got to take the first step, pick up the phone, and give us a call at 627 7979. So whether you want to talk about anything having to do with the investment markets, the economy, insurance, maybe life insurance, health insurance, property and casualty, tax planning, tax strategy, retirement planning, retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, TSPs, IRAs, Roth IRAs, Mortgages, mortgage strategies, social security claiming strategies, estate planning, wills, trusts, all of those topics fall under the heading of personal finance, and I'm here to discuss 627-7979. So tonight I want to talk about one of my favorite topics. If you listen to this show over a long period of time, you'll know that social security is near and dear to my heart because it affects every one of us at some point, and there are so many intricacies to it, so many different claiming strategies, options, and uh, pitfalls. You can certainly make a mistake when it comes to claiming Social Security. So we're going to talk about some Social Security do-overs tonight. There are a few ways that if you claim in a way that you regret There are a few ways you can get a do-over, but they come with a lot of rules. So we'll talk about what those do-overs are and the ins and outs of how to go about them. So just real general about Social Security, 
you can claim a Social Security retirement benefit as early as age 62. So it would be a reduced benefit depending on your full retirement age. If you claim early, your benefit would be reduced by 25 to 30% claiming at 62. Most of us nowadays, our full retirement age is 67. Uh, Some people it's 66 and a few months. So you have to look up your full retirement age. But once you hit your full retirement age, you can get your quote unquote full retirement benefit or you can delay claiming. So you can hold off and not claim your benefit and your benefit will increase by 8% per year all the way out to age 70. So that means your retirement benefit would be 124% of what your regular full retirement age benefit is. So claim early at 62 for a reduced amount, claim at your full retirement age, or delay and get an increased amount by claiming at 70. So those are just the basics, but there's a lot of ins and outs that we're going to get to tonight. But first, as promised, when we have a caller, we'll get them right on the air. We're going to go out to Elizabeth City and talk to Jim. Jim, welcome to the program. Yes, I think you just started touching on what I heard advertised about your show tonight. My basic question is, and if you touch on this later, let me know. I'm 75 and I've already been getting my Social Security for 10 years. Is there anything I can do now to increase it or change it? Ah, uh, okay. So you were you're 75 now, and you said you claimed 10 years ago when you were 65. Right. Right. Okay. And are you married, Jim, or is it just you and your benefit? It's just me right now. Just you. Okay. Um, at this point, because you claimed 10 years ago, the window of opportunity to make any changes or get a do-over has closed. So unfortunately. There are some do-over options that I'm going to talk about, but they're, they need to be done pretty shortly after you claim or before age 70. So at this point, you probably have the maximum benefit that you're going to get. Now, I'm still working, mm-hmm. and I'm still paying into Social Security. Mm-hmm. Will my benefit eventually go up? Yes, good question. So if you're still working Even while you're on Social Security, while you're receiving a check, your earnings do count towards your earnings history. So it could slightly increase your benefit each year that you continue to work. Well, how would I find out about that? Well, your Social Security benefit is based on your top earning years. So it is the top 35 years. So if you look on Social Security, I lost you, ma'am. can you hear me, Jim? Hello. Uh, must be his connection. Uh, okay. Well, for Jim and anybody else who's listening, your Social Security benefit is based on your top 35 earning years. So for someone who has claimed Social Security and continues working, it will really only impact your benefit if you're still in a high earning situation. So if you're claiming Social Security and working part time 
it's not likely that it will have a significant impact on your benefits, but you can go on your social security account on ssa.gov and see a whole listing of your earnings history. And if what you're currently earning still fits in the top 35 years, then you might see little incremental raises from year to year, even uh, while you're claiming the benefit. So that is one good thing that while you're working, you might still get a little increase. And then, of course, you'll be you'll be granted cost of living increases, which were quite significant for the first time in a while. Last year, beneficiaries saw a big jump in their cost of living increase in Social Security. Um, I think the average over a really long period of time, though, is something like two and a half percent annual increase for Social Security benefits over time. So take that one year at a time. But back to do-overs. So we talked about claiming early, claiming your full retirement age, or delaying for an increased benefit. Well, what if you made a, what if you made a claiming strategy and now you have regrets? Maybe you claimed early and you're getting a reduced monthly benefit and you'd rather, you decided you'd rather hold out and get a bigger check. Or maybe you waited longer than you should have to claim your benefit and now you're wondering if there's any way you can go back. Or maybe you just are looking for uh, an emergency infusion of cash and you're kind of in a rough spot and you're looking for a way to get a lump sum payout. We've got three little do-over options that we'll talk about tonight. So the first one is the do-over that involves withdrawing your application. Now there are specific rules around all of these do-overs. So I'm going to give you general information tonight, but of course you always want to reach out to the Social Security Administration to confirm your specific personal situation. But if you claimed early and you decided you really didn't want to, it was a mistake, you didn't want your benefit, you want to let it grow so that it's not reduced, you can withdraw your application within the first 12 months of claiming your benefit. So Jim's question earlier on, he said, I claimed my benefit 10 years ago. Is there any do-over option? No, not in his case, because you can only withdraw your application if it's within the first 12 months of claiming your benefit. But there's a catch, of course. They don't just let you withdraw your application. You have to repay your benefits, any benefits that you have received within that time period, including benefits that any family members might have received based on your earnings record. So that could be most likely a spouse. Sometimes it could be a minor child. So you withdraw your application. You can only do this once. You only get one do-over. You have to repay your benefits, but then your benefit will will start uh, accruing. It will start growing again, and you can apply for your benefits at a later time when you're benefit is larger. 
Now, this can get a little complicated if you are on Medicare. If you're enrolled in Medicare and you're having your Medicare premiums deducted from your Social Security benefit, then you'll need to make sure you set up direct Medicare premium benefits so that you don't have any lapse in coverage in Medicare. So, we talked about the first do-over, meaning you claim... You wish you didn't, you want to withdraw your application and let your benefit grow while you have 12 months to make that decision and you can only do it one time. So there's your your very first do-over option. All right, I think we're going to step aside and take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you'd like to join the conversation, give me a call at 627-7979. I'm Certified Financial Planner Allison Dubril, and you're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS. Welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. I'm certified financial planner Allison Dubril. My partner in crime, CFP, Kevin Zivna, is away today. We are from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we use expert investment management and customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up on wealthwayadvisors.com, or if you're into social media, you can follow us on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm here to take your calls this evening. If you have a question or comment about Social Security or anything in your personal financial situation, feel free to give me a call, 627-7979, and we'll get you right on air. We're talking about Social Security claiming do-overs. I think these are little-known loopholes. I don't know if they're loopholes, but... Do-overs really is the best word. If you claim Social Security and you have regrets, then here are a couple of ways you might be able to rectify the situation, but they come with some specific rules and restrictions that may not be very exciting to everyone. So very basic overview. You can claim at your full retirement age You can claim a reduced benefit at age 62, or you can wait all the way until age 70 for an increased benefit. So what happens if you claim and you regret it? We already talked about the first do-over being you can withdraw your application within the first 12 months of claiming, but it's not a free do-over. You have to repay any benefits that you received or anyone else received on your work record. Once you withdraw your application, your benefit will then continue to increase to accrue what they call delayed retirement benefits. And then you can claim at a later date and your benefit will be larger. So could be a good situation for people that 
made a maybe a quick decision without being fully educated on all of the strategies or trade-offs. So you have 12 months to, to fix that. All right, as promised, we have a call on the line. We're going to head out to Chesapeake and speak with Steve. Welcome to the program, Steve. What can I do for you? Good afternoon, ma'am. Uh, quick question for you. I'm taking full retirement age Social Security in November, but I'm continuing to work. Does my Social Security benefit continue to increase? Yeah, good question, Steve. So we talked about this a little bit with the past caller, Jim, as well. It will continue to increase. It depends on your earnings, though. So you said you're already past your full retirement age? I will be in November. In November. When did you claim Social Security? I will in November. Okay, so you're going to wait. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, And are you still in uh, high-earning years, or are you kind of cutting back, going part-time, just working a little bit? No, I'm actually being paid more now that I've retired once. Okay. (laughs) Does that include pension, or is that all just earned income that's higher? This is just earned income. I have VRS as a pension. Okay. So then... It sounds like if you're still in high or peak earning years, that would contribute to your top 35 years of earnings that count towards your Social Security benefit and would ultimately increase your benefit. But let me ask you this. Do you have a need or reason to claim right now while you're still working? Um, yeah, I would like to have the cash flow coming in. Okay. Well, that can be a really good reason to claim. If you have cash flow needs, Social Security is, that's what that's there for. It's future income stream. It's just also a good idea to weigh the strategy of delaying your benefit because if you delay past your full retirement age, your benefit will increase by 8% per year up until 70. And that's for the rest of your life, your benefit would be bigger. So oftentimes there's kind of a a break-even age that sometimes is used to help people make that decision. If you are in good health and you think you can reasonably live to your mid-80s, then sometimes it makes sense to delay claiming because while you're forgoing your benefit right now for a few years, you'll be getting a bigger benefit for many years if you live into your 80s. At 8% more a year, so that's kind of like making money at 8%. It is, right, yeah. It is, it's simple, so it doesn't compound, but it is a guaranteed 8%, which you can't get in a lot of places these days. True, okay. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. Food for thought, yeah. And are you married, Steve? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that's something else to consider, you know, how old your wife is and when, what her benefit would be. And if she's claiming on your record, you would, that would impact your decision as well, which can, can get kind of complicated. So m- more things to explore and think about. Yeah, she, she took retirement at 62 and she was a school teacher for 35 years and uh, she needed to retire. Okay. So I would I think that she gets a bump up based on the amount of money that 
I would be making from Social Security compared to what she's paid. Well, if she already claimed her benefit, then she she's probably getting the benefit that she will get for for the long term. Okay, she does not get a spousal bump up. It depends on her birth date. When was she born? Before 1954? Nope. Yeah, then no, she wouldn't. When she claims, that's it. And unfortunately, Steve, I can't dig into this more deeply with you. I'd love to. You can call our office, 456-2200, and we can explore that more with you. But we've got to head to a break for the news. I'm certified financial planner Allison Dubril. You're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS. Welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. I'm certified financial planner, Allison Dubril. CFP Kevin Zivna is down in Florida enjoying some baseball and really hot weather, which he hates, by the way. So hopefully he's having a good time. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we use expert investment management and customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, you can look us up online at wealthwayadvisors.com. You can also sign up for our free quarterly newsletter at WealthwayAdvisors.com. Put your name and address in, and we will get a fresh copy out to you next week. And that's all we'll use your name and address for, just to send you that newsletter. Or if you want to find out more about what it's like to work with us, you can request an information packet at WealthwayAdvisors.com. I want to remind everybody that our next show will be in two weeks on Tuesday, July 26th at 6 p.m. Or you can catch a rebroadcast of this show on Saturday sometime during the morning. And if you're not able to catch us live every second and fourth Tuesday or you don't want to be an early bird on Saturday mornings, we don't blame you. Dollars and Common Sense is also available as a podcast on iTunes. Search for Dollars and Common Sense. Click subscribe and listen anytime, anywhere. Finally, if you want to see even more of us, you can follow us on Facebook, be our friend, or check us out on LinkedIn. So we're talking about social security do-overs tonight. Little known ways that you can try to correct correct a mistake or get uh, find another way to put into play a different strategy. So if you already claimed early a reduced benefit, what can you do? We talked about withdrawing your application within the first 12 months, but that means you have to repay your benefit, which if you've been receiving your benefit for that period of time, those 12 months, that might be a bit of a hardship. So if that is too much to swallow, there's a second do-over option. You have to wait, though, until you reach your full retirement age. Once you reach your full retirement age, you can suspend your Social Security benefit. 
The good news is that people who suspend their benefits don't have to repay anything. The bad news is that if you suspend your Social Security benefits, that's going to suspend the benefits of any other family members that are getting benefits on your record. So most of the time, that's going to be your spouse, your current spouse. Now, ex-spouses aren't impacted, so you can't do that just despite your ex-spouse, unfortunately. During the time your benefit is suspended, it will earn delayed retirement credits. So it will increase by 8% per year up until age 70. And then your benefits will automatically resume at age 70, or you could choose to resume your benefits earlier If you want to, you just only get the delayed retirement credits for the period of time that your benefit was suspended. So let's say you are your full retirement age, but you claimed at 62. So if you claim early, I mentioned at the top of the show that your benefit is going to be reduced somewhere between 25 to 30% if you claim at age 62. If you, if you receive your benefits from 62 to your full retirement age and then suspend your benefits, your monthly benefits stop, but then they start earning delayed retirement credits of up to 32%. So at 70, if you do the math, your benefits could be worth almost, it's about 99% of what they would have been at your full retirement age. So this is a really good do-over option. This is a way to kind of make yourself whole if you made a decision that you regret about Social Security. And it's another way to increase widow benefits. So I had mentioned with the previous caller, we were talking about his Social Security claiming strategy and why he may want to or may not want to claim. But for married couples, it's really not just about the one person, it's about both spouses and what their individual records are or what their spousal benefits would be, and equally as important, what the widow benefits would be. So if the higher earning spouse passes away, then the surviving spouse will claim the deceased spouse's widow benefit. It's 100% of what the, the deceased spouse was earning. So sometimes it makes sense to try to maximize the higher benefit, the higher earning spouse may want to maximize their benefit to provide for their surviving spouse in the case that they predecease them. It gets really complicated. It's, uh, it's, we can't just boil it down to do this, do that. There are some basics we can cover here tonight, but you can already tell that depending on your marital situation, the earnings records of both of you, your current income situation, your health, your life expectancy, all of those factors are going to contribute to your claiming decision. So if you claimed early, you have the option to withdraw your application, meaning you have to repay your benefits, or 
you can wait until your full retirement age, and you can suspend your benefits. Those are two do-overs for people who claimed and wished they hadn't. There's a third do-over. This is for people who didn't claim and wish they did. So the third option involves getting a lump sum payout of up to six months of retroactive benefits. To do this, you must be your full retirement age and your retro benefit, your retroactive benefits can't begin before your full retirement age. So let's say your full retirement age is 67 and at and for some reason, you never thought about Social Security. You woke up at 67 and six months and thought, oh, I should have claimed my Social Security. Well, you can file for your benefits and request a retroactive benefit payment. And they will send you, eventually, this will take a while, and we're hearing from people that the Social Security Administration is pretty backed up right now. But eventually, they will send you a lump sum check for the retroactive benefits. So this could make sense if you waited until full retirement uh, or after full retirement to claim, but really you, based on all of your circumstances, you looked at it, you realized, oh, there really wasn't a compelling reason to wait. I should just claim. Another case that this could be a really valuable strategy deals with spousal benefits. So we have had a couple different callers tonight asking about their benefits and then I had asked each of them about their spouse because spousal benefits play a big factor in claiming decisions. If you were born after 1954, the rules have changed so that you are not able to claim on your spouse's record until your spouse starts their benefit. So if we have a husband and a wife and the wife retires early for whatever reason and wants to claim a spousal benefit on the husband's record, she can't do that until the husband turns on his benefit. That's new. You used to have a lot more flexibility that went away with the uh, one of the big tax law overhaul changes that occurred a couple years ago. So you used to have more flexibility, but now a spouse can't claim a spousal benefit until the worker has turned on their benefit. Well, that's where this third option can come into play. If you realize that, if you realize you have foregone your spousal benefit, for longer than it makes sense, well, the worker can claim their benefits, can request a retroactive payment, and the spouse can request a retroactive payment. So it's kind of a nifty little way to go back in time just a little bit. You only have six months to do this, just like the the uh, withdrawal do-over option. You only have 12 months to do this, so if you're beyond six to 12 months, you probably don't have a ton of options, but this is something to, to keep in mind if you've made a decision without looking at all the factors. All right, we are talking about Social Security claiming tonight some little-known do-over options. If you want to join the conversation, if you have a question or comment about your 
personal situation or anything else, it doesn't have to be Social Security, I'm happy to take your call, 627-7979. I'm certified financial planner Allison Dubril, and you're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS. Welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. I'm certified financial planner, Allison Jubril. My partner, CFP Kevin Zivna, is on vacation. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we use expert investment management and customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up on wealthwayadvisors.com or if you're into social media, you can follow us on Facebook or LinkedIn. I am talking about social security tonight, but I'm here to take your calls about anything having to do with your financial situation. If you have a question or comment, Give us a call at 627-7979 and we'll get you right on air. And speaking of that, we have caller Tom from Virginia Beach. Tom, what can I help you with today? Yes, uh, I'm retired from the railroad and I'm drawing railroad retirement now. But prior to going to work for the railroad, I had 15 years in private industry to include three and a half in the military. When I retired from the railroad in 2001, I ended up going on railroad retirement when I turned 62. Mm -hmm. And since that period of time in 2001, I've been in full-time ministry, and I'm paying uh, Social Security every year on that. So my question is, how do I get to draw a portion of my Social Security in addition to my railroad retirement? Good question, Tom. And I I feel like every time we talk about Social Security, we have somebody call in about this very situation. This is the WEP, the pension offset. That's what you're referring to, right? Where because you didn't pay into Social Security during your years at the railroad, it actually reduces your Social Security benefit that you should be owed with your private work when you did pay into the, the system, right? Yes, ma'am. And like I say, I've been paying into Social Security since 2001 that I've been in full-time ministry. So that's 21 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you claimed your railroad pension at 62, you said. Yes, ma'am. That's correct. Okay. And have you ever spoken with Social Security about your Social Security benefit? I have spoken to them three times, and I still get the same answer. What do they tell you? The same answer is I'm not eligible to draw that, uh, my Social Security, even though I had 15 years in the private sector and paid it before I went to work for the railroad in 80. Mm Mm-hmm. And since I've been drawing railroad retirement since I turned 62, which was, oh, goodness, I turned 62, let's put it this way, I'll be 75 the end of this month. <laughs> okay. And they, they, they told me that I can't draw it, or if 
I did draw it, then my railroad pension would be offset by that much. So I could never draw more than what my railroad pension is now unless my Social Security benefit would be higher, and then I wouldn't be able to draw my railroad retirement. Now, I need to, I know about the spousal benefit for railroad retirement, but I don't have a spouse that can draw the railroad retirement. Yeah. Your ministry income that you've been earning since 2001, you're, yes. you're having Social Security withholdings on that income? Absolutely. And do you log on to Social Security, or do you see your earnings history being reported and tracked properly? They send me a statement each year mm-hmm. telling me what I would be entitled to. Okay. Uh, and it, it includes what I've paid the previous year. Matter of fact, it shows me what I've paid the previous I think it's 17, 20 years. Yeah, okay, so that's really good information, Tom. So there is a calculator on the ssa.gov website where you can go in and you can enter all of your private sector earnings where you had Social Security withholding taken from. And the calculator will will then tell you if you would be eligible for a social security benefit in addition to your pension. So I I heard what you're saying that they're telling you you would never be eligible for both that it's always an either either or. Well, I think technically there is a calculation that it, if you reach a certain point then you you may be entitled to a Social Security benefit in addition to your pension, but I don't know of anyone who has actually gotten to that point where the numbers have worked out. Okay. But there is a calculator, and you have to go year by year and enter all of your earnings, so you'll need to take that earnings history that you get sent to you each year and and enter that in, and, and that will give you an update. Okay, well, I can see why. People wouldn't want to do that because it would be time-consuming, but you're the first one that's given me any hope. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know if it will be fruitful, but it is worth a try, and it's worth asking those questions again and again because you continue to work, you continue to pay in, so at some point it may change. And I know that this is being reexamined often. There are people that that very much want to see this offset or this rule changed because they feel it's it's unfair because they paid into the the system for so long. So at some point, there might be a rule change. You never know. Well, something that that I guess you could call it frustrates a lot of us railroad retirees, that we also get the statement, well, the railroad retirement is funded through the federal government, but yet there are federal employees that are able to draw Social Security benefits if they went to work for the federal government prior to 1976, they can still draw their Social Security in addition to their federal pension. And that's, it seems to be an unfair equity there. Yeah, I I know with government employees, if you were under the CSRS and you didn't pay into Social Security, they are also subject to this windfall elimination provision, and so they're having the same challenges. Um, But that was changed after a certain period of time. They realized that Social Security was the better deal. So they, anyone that, that came in after a certain period of time does get both their pension and their Social Security. 
I've got you. Well, thank you very mm-hmm. much for enlightening me tonight, and I will, when I get the time this week, go on the website, use the calculator. Okay, sounds good, Tom. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Have a blessed evening. You too. All right. We we get that question so often. It is um, unfortunate and it affects spousal benefits, too. We didn't uh, we we ran into this with a client where uh, she went to claim a benefit, a spousal benefit on her husband's record and found out that because she had a police a mili- a police retirement pension, she was not able for us able to get a spousal benefit. So it does affect a lot of people. My understanding is that there are a lot of people that want to have that changed, but change takes a lot of time and sometimes an act of Congress. And I can't really talk much about that. So um, the big picture is social security is complicated. Claiming Social Security is a very big decision and you should be very careful before you make this decision. We talked about some do-overs tonight, but they're very limited in scope, very limited in in the time frame of which you have to use these do-overs. So be careful when you're making your claiming decision. Um, Things like your need for income, your health, your longevity, your family situation, your spouse, your dependents, all those factors should be weighed when making a decision about when to claim Social Security because this is a big, it's really an asset. It's a, it's a future guaranteed lifetime income stream that adds up to hundreds of thousands of dollars for most people. So ask the questions, do the reading, go on ssa.gov. Well, a lot of people complain about the Social Security Administration. They do have a pretty good website with a lot of information. All right. I think that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for our callers, Jim, Steve, Tom. We really appreciate you and your questions. For more information about us, visit WealthwayAdvisors.com or you can call our office at 456-2200 and speak to a live person. I want to remind everybody we'll be back in two weeks on Tuesday, July 26th at 6 p.m. I'm Certified Financial Planner Allison Dubril, and you've been listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS. The preceding program was sponsored and paid for by Wealthway Financial Advisors. We are solely responsible for...